Yo, welcome back to the Make Lemonade podcast, the show for creators by creators. This is your host, JR, co-founder of LemonSqueezy.com. Today, I sit down with Mark Ashton. He is the founder of UiPress, which essentially supercharges your WordPress dashboard. Over the years in WordPress, I think the admin has been one of those things that people would love to see maybe some changes to it. And I think UiPress is solving a pretty unique problem. The thing I love most about this episode is Mark almost gave up on this product. In the episode, you're going to find out that he... Uh, He's working on it full-time now, and that's pretty cool. So let's dive in. Hope you enjoy it. Here we go. So here's what's interesting. So my background is big time in the WordPress space, right? For like, the, for like over a decade, I built one of the largest WordPress marketplaces. And, you know, people come in there and sell themes and plugins. And I think we had like 6 million users at one point. So when I came across your product, UiPress, it stuck out to me because... For years, one of the biggest issues in WordPress is definitely the interface of the admin. And yeah. as it's evolved and it's and WordPress has become much more than just a blogging platform, there's even little things like the notification center. So I really want to dive in a little bit more about your product because UiPress solves a very, very unique problem. But from what I can tell on the outside looking in, UiPress looks like a pretty like smashing success. But it didn't always start there because when you... The very first name for UiPress was Admin 2020. Yeah. So is that where all of this began for you? Yeah. So on what you were talking about in terms of, you know, the WordPress sort of admin area and it being clunky, that was something that always bothered me. I wasn't a, a full-time like web developer by trade. I would do websites here and there. I'd take on certain projects. And one of my biggest pet peeves was handed it over and going through you know, the process of creating new posts and editing content with the client, because I knew I hated that back end and it, it, you know, it just doesn't match whatever you create on the front end and you feel like, you know, it just gets forgotten. So there were at the time anyway, other WordPress themes for the back end. Again, nothing that really like impressed me or sort of, you know, it would make more problems than it was worth and stuff like that. So it, it was something that I wanted to do for a long time, more as a personal project really. Um, but I just never got the time. And then um, fast forward to the start of the pandemic and I had a lot of time. <laughs> you know, we went into that first lockdown in March 2020 and uh, finally found a lot of free time. And one of the first projects I actually did in that time was I made an app for tracking COVID cases and stuff. You oh, know, wow. way before it was like integrated into Google and there was wow. no real way to follow it. And so that took a week or something and I sort of did a bit of stuff with that and then moved on and started, <laughs> started working on the, um, on what was to become admin 2020. And it was never supposed to be a business. It was never supposed to make me any money. It was just for me to keep my own sanity. After about a month of working on it, some sort of little sparks started to come and I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe other people would be interested in this and maybe I could look into selling it just as a, as a side thing, not to turn it into a business by any means. That was not my idea. I got it to a, a reasonable point and, um, was like, right, well, how do I sell a plugin? And, uh, <laughs> I actually started looking at Code Canyon to yeah. sell it on there. I'm sure you're familiar, obviously. And it got rejected. <laughs> the, the approval process was real really quite complicated because you get rejected, but then well, I, like there was no reason as to why. No feedback. And then I th think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure at the time it was once you're rejected, you can't submit the same product again. Um, oh, wow. 
again and then i almost just gave up i was like eh, whatever like it's just, really yeah really? we just <laughs> moved on to the next thing and then one day i was like no do you know what i'm going to dedicate today to just building a little website and just put it up for sale and just see what happens that's that that's what i did and i, I started selling it there was no license keys or anything um it was just you buy it and it's yours and whatever it was real real basic back then the the plugin as well and yeah it was it was all right you know it made a little bit of money here and there i was still looking for for other revenue streams and stuff and then i was actually living with my brother at the time and i was i'm not gonna lie to you i was totally broke and due to some like unfortunate stuff like his wife was pregnant and things and i i ended up having to leave and i ended up in a hotel with like 500 bucks to my name no wow. idea where I was going to live. You know, admin 2020 was not bringing in much money. And anyway, like one night in this hotel, it was like 1am and some, someone messaged me through the website and was like, oh, hey, like someone's shared this product in this, in this Facebook group. It's really hidden off. And I was like, oh, cool. And he was like, oh, we'll invite you in and you know, you can answer any questions and stuff. But it was like 1am at this point. And I was like, yeah, great. And he invited me in and I was like, this is a tomorrow thing. I'll check this all out tomorrow. And then I, I, I woke up the next day and it was like my whole life had changed. Like money was just flowing in, uh, everyone, everyone was loving it. You know, it, it really, it really exploded from there. So COVID hits March, 2020, mm -hmm. and this has been a painful thing for you because of the client sites. And just like I said, to start the thing, right, is I've experienced the same thing. And I think a lot of people have, and I think what you're explaining is you solved your own problem, which is clearly another people's problem. That's why this is working. So from March of 2020. So when you get into the Facebook group, what was the time frame there? Like six months? No, it would have been two months, I think. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it all happened pretty quickly. So you get so March 2020, you build the COVID tracker. Then a little bit later, you build Admin 2020. Then you go to Code Candy, yeah. get rejected, and then in, in like in like basically over those two months, then all of a sudden it just hits on this Facebook group. Yeah. I mean, even at this point, I was still thinking. Maybe I can make ten, twenty thousand dollars, right? That was my plan, and I was like, I'll be all right for a, for a few more months, and we'll see where it goes. And I was still thinking, you know, this business, and and all the all the licenses I was selling were lifetime licenses, right? So there was no recurring revenue, yeah. And that was just me because I didn't see it as a business when I launched it. I was just like, you know, we'll we'll put this out there as a as a side project. And then obviously it, it blew up, but as I'm sure you're aware, once you get a lot of customers, that also brings a lot of work, right? And there's right. so much more stuff and so many more eyes on it. So all these feature requests started coming in, bugs, everything. So I was flat out for for a long time building that up. So you call it admin 2020. Like it's literally yes. like it was admin2020.com. That was the name of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a great name in hindsight, but you know. But like for you, like you said, right? You're you're just solving a niche, or you're solving an itch for you, right? It was just, I need to solve this issue. It's bothering me that bad. And to be honest, like this is again why I I keep saying this, but this is why I brought it up because it's been an issue with WordPress for a long time, and I think there's been solutions out there that have tried to fix it. But UiPress is really well done, and I actually think it's interesting to see that when you change the name. In March of 2022, it actually, so it took you a couple of years to even change the name to UiPress. Do you think that the cha the name change has helped as well? Like people understand more what it is? I think so. I mean, I, I really like the name. One of the big problems with admin 2020, on a daily basis, I would get people saying, yeah, we buy this now, but what are you going to do next year? Release admin 2021, and then we have to buy that. 
So, yeah, I mean, I always kind of knew like once, you know, it got, it got bigger and bigger and more successful. I knew I was going to have to change the name. And then I had all the customers of admin 2020 and I still do to this day that sure. stayed up, they'll message or they'll, they'll think I've like locked them out of the product or whatever. And cause they're all in lifetime deals, right? Yeah. Okay. When did you um, change the pricing? When you changed the name or was that before? The, the pricing's changed a few times because I mean, when, when we first started, it was $15 for the plugin. There was a, no limit on how many sites you could use that on or, or anything. It was, you know, there was nothing built in for it. No license key management. And then I had a few conversations with different people in the WordPress space and pricing's really hard to get right. In the WordPress space, it, traditionally, I think it's always kind of been you pay once and then you've got your product, right? The last few years, things are changing, but there's a lot of people that don't want that. The, they will just not use your product if it's subscription. Sure. Sure. So the last time we, I sold lifetime licenses was for black Friday last year and people loved it. That was really huge for us, but long-term, you know, so we are mostly subscription based, but where are you at today? Have you hired help? Do you have a team? Do you have a co-founder? Is it just you? What, what's your, um, what does that look like? It's just, it's just me. There's many, many days where I wish it wasn't just me, but it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So walk me through a day for you. Yeah. So, I mean, a big part of like my mornings usually are it's customer service inquiries and talking to, you know, providing support to my customer base. And that's probably, if I had to hire someone, that would be where I would hire them because it takes a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. But it's difficult because a lot of the support is very technical. So I couldn't just have, mm -hmm. who was doing that role would have to re have a deep understanding of the plugin or I'd just also be constantly doing it anyway. So it's a tricky one to solve, but that on average is probably about three hours out of every day, like Monday to Friday. But that's good in a way because like that also can line up work for the rest of the day, you know, cause that's where I get all my feedback and right, any bugs right. or anything like that can just be addressed as I'm bringing them in as the people are reporting them. And so on top of the support and stuff, then there's, you know, it depends what comes through, but there'll be an hour or maybe two of like tweaks to the plugin bugs fixed and stuff like that. And then any other time I have just depends on like what we're working on. You know, if there's any like big features or new stuff coming to the plugin, that'll be the rest of my day doing. So I know for some, you know, probably for you even, it's like my, I, my whole full-time gig is just a WordPress plugin, right? Which I know can sound like a, almost a bad thing. Some people are like, yeah, I just built this plugin, but there's a lot of businesses out there that are really successful just on a plugin, right? Like take a look at like something yeah. like gravity forms, for example, or I mean, that thing yeah, has been around huge. forever and it, yeah. Right. So this is a big deal. And, and I think what you've solved is a real pain point. Do you look ahead, like even just a year or a couple years ahead and say, is there enough work to be done in terms of a roadmap on this product after you're seeing all the support tickets come in or where do you see this thing going? I mean, that, I mean, I've got a long list of feature requirements from my users that like, well, new suggestions, new features, stuff like that. And it's tricky because you could, I could build this out forever, right? You could add and add and add. You, you don't want it to get too like bloated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also yeah. it has to remain viable for me to be spending all that, all that time forever, you know, which is why sure. we can't be selling lifetime licenses all the time and, and stuff like that because yeah. you need that recurring revenue. But there's some really big things that I want to do for 
UI press. Well, I mean, one of the things I've been wanting to start implementing is user management within like the WordPress plugin. I think there's a lot of stuff that could be improved. User management's a big one too. And I, where my mind goes when I think about this product too, is even just like a lot of agencies that, you know, have clients and things, this is probably like a pretty nice product to just throw on the client site yeah, and uh, make it feel a little bit more custom, right? With login pages and all the stuff that UiPress does. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, I see UiPress as being, it makes all, brings everything that you'd expect in a modern, like, CMS. It, it, it does that for the back end of WordPress without having to add right. a bunch of products. So that'd be like capability management of users and, and better organization of them and creation and stuff. Even like the, the tiniest little things like WordPress, you can't, you can't just upload a profile image because it right. uses Gravatar, right? So you have to add a sure. plugin to that. And that in this day and age seems real weird. So just, That's I kind of want to bring it all in line, you know, with what you'd get yeah. with the modern CMS. No, that's great. I don't know if you're public about this or not, but I mean, what's your revenue like these days? We make about five to $6,000 a month. It used to be way higher when it was lifetime, but you got to yeah. take that. But that's, but that's a lot of that's recurring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So since, since yeah. I switched to Lemon Squeezy, and I think that was July last year, I've got monthly plans and yearly plans and stuff. So that's, it, you know, the benefit that Lemon Squeezy has brought me is, is really beginning to like pay off. So that's been great. Um, well, that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got the license management and then, yeah, you can pretty much offer any type of pricing you want, which is nice. Yeah. It's been really, really flexible. And but yeah, we, I mean, I took a massive hit when I moved to Lemon Squeezy and stopped selling lifetime licenses. It was, you know, I was like, oh, sure. It was really hard to not just cave in and, and put it back to how it was, you know? Absolutely. Well, that's like the picture. So you know what's so like, I love about your story is just that moment where you get rejected and you're just like, I'm, a, I'm not going to do this. So let's just say that played out, right? Like you just, you get rejected, you're done doing this. You don't, you don't mm. push, pick it back up. What do you think you'd be doing? What would you have done? I mean, it probably, worst case scenario would have been me just moving back to my parents and trying to figure something else out. Cause at that time there was no, you couldn't get a job because everything was shut. You know, and it was oh, like yeah. that for, for months and months and months. But like my, my main background before sort of doing web development and stuff was image editing and like retouching and fashion and stuff. Oh, wow. So I would have tried to eventually probably get my way back into that. But even that industry was, you know, it would have, I don't like to think basically of where it would have led me had I not done it. Yeah. But I'm so, Let's, I'm so happy I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really a great product. I do have one question for you. So I'm on your site and I'm looking at your pricing, which I, you know, you've got the monthly, yearly, lifetime and light, but I noticed on the wordpress.org repo, you don't have this listed for people to get the light version. Is that intentional? Uh, yes. Well, okay. Sort of. <laughs> I okay. actually started going through the approval process for it to go into the repo probably about three months now, three months ago, but UI press the light version and the, the pro version, it's the same plugin. So the features are in there and stuff. It's just the license key unlocks them. And that goes against WordPress standards. So basically I can't submit it unless I split it out into two plugins, which is something I used to do. And yeah. then my own workflow, I decided it was way easier to just combine them and, and, and do it the way I'm doing. And then, then I went into have it submitted for WordPress and it's yeah it's, it doesn't it doesn't work for them like that so 
do you think you'll split it back out to get it into WordPress? I've thought about it. Yeah, I think it'd take some some shuffling about, but it can be done. It would just you know, yeah, yeah, because it's a great marketplace, right? For yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And I went over there to you know look, and you mm. know there's some stuff on here, but they're not anything like UiPress. But and it's just crazy to see the amount of active installs on them. So yeah. I think US UiPress would do really well over there. So, so what's next for Mark? You're just going to, you kind of got your, uh, you know, you're into 2022 20, now. You've got the new name. Yeah. You've got a year under you with all these new licenses, subscriptions. What, what's the rest of the year look like for Mark and UiPress? For UiPress, just continue building it, fleshing out new features. There's sort of, I, I, I've got this idea for what version three of UiPress will be. And it's big and it's a lot of work. So the, 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 there's a lot of options within UiPress to like customize everything, right? Down to colors and, and features. You can turn things on, turn things off, but you, you can't really completely customize like the toolbar or the menu area and stuff. So I kind of want to move it into keep all the features it has, but almost offer this builder section kind of of it where you can just drag and drop all the different UI right. elements and stuff into it and just lay it out exactly as you want. And then that it's like an admin interface builder basically yeah. is, is, is a piece of one of the big features I see for, for version three, but to do that yeah. would require me rewriting most of the plugin base. So it's, a, it's a real big job. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heavy lift, but it makes yeah. sense. So we already have yeah. the dashboard builder, like the overview page that kind of allows you to create like a, a completely custom dashboard. You can drop in analytics cards, all sorts of other stuff about your website, statistics and things, and you can really make it your own or perfect for your clients. You know, people are using it to almost have as a landing page for their users, you know, agencies who are building websites for the people they, their, their users then log in and, and they've got this beautiful dashboard with like their FAQs and contact forms and stuff. And it's, it's really wow. quite powerful. And, and it has like a, an API, so you, you can build whatever you want into it, you know? That's been one of the really big features for us. It actually, the, the evolution makes 100% success or uh, sense, but like that is a heavy lift. That makes you squirm a little bit. Yeah. So, okay, so kind of wrapping up here, I got a couple of questions for you I typically ask. So let's talk about advice for a second. What kind of advice would you give someone starting out? Or what would you tell yourself fast, you know, just if you went back to when you started out a couple of years ago, what would you have told yourself? I think so long as you're solving a problem and you're saving people time, there's a good chance that your product is gonna get somewhere, you know? There's there's gonna be people right. out there with the same problem as you and they're gonna find real value in your product. And the other thing is, is like so much just comes down to luck, you know? Right, timing and... And like my story, like if it hadn't been shared in that, Facebook group, which really launched it, you know, maybe it would have found its way somewhere else, but that was luck, you know, that, that yeah. was a real lucky break yeah. for me. And I think that it's a lot of it is, is luck, you know? Yeah. So you yeah. got to kind of just got to hang in there and yeah. if it fails, it fails and you do the next thing, you know? I think it's a good answer. I completely agree. Let's talk about inspiration. So it sounds like you're maybe your old career stuff that you were doing maybe that's where you grab some inspiration but do you find it from a company do you find it from other founders and other makers like you in the space or do you find it from a whole other place like what inspires you well i always find it difficult now because i've been back in london for two years i think whereas before that i would travel a lot i was always on the go and 
I, I always work the best and I'm most inspired is when I'm in somewhere new and it, I'm in a new environment and, and things are different. You know, I spend most of my days just in my home office now and it, and it gets real stagnant. I need to like go out and experience things. And, you know, I, I spent nearly two months in Paris last year and I don't think I've ever worked so hard and so creative, creatively in my entire life. Wow. Those new experiences. And I was in this little Paris townhouse thing. Oh, it was a good time. <laughs> so where, and so you, you said you just moved to London. Where, where are you from originally? I'm from Manchester originally. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's very cool. No, and I, I kind of, even if you look at your home office right now, like if you were to move the desk around and change the wall you're looking at and stuff, even just something as little as that for me could even help me get to the point yeah. that you're talking about, right? Yeah, I agree. Do you read books, listen to podcasts? You got a favorite? Do you know what? I don't really read books. I've listened to a few of these podcasts, but other than that, no, it's, it's mostly music for me. So what, uh, what kind of music? I'm, I'm into like a lot of hard rock and metal and stuff, but... For me, it's usually the voice. Like I'll like I'll listen to anything with with a talented vocalist. That's a that's a unique one. No one's ever said that. But I I feel like uh, music can. You know what's my favorite thing about music is you can put a song on that you listened to maybe twenty years ago, ten years ago, whatever it is, and yeah. it'll t instantly take you right back to that moment. Yeah, it's I think incredible. that's really cool about music. How that does that. Okay, so last question. If you weren't doing what you're doing today and you started a business, what would you do? I'd quite happily like run a coffee shop. Really? I mean, yeah. All analog, super easy going life. I know, right? And, and, and you know, you, you, you get up in the morning and you know what your day is going to look like and, and, and you meet new people and stuff. It, it, there's something quite nice about having a real simple life. I also love what I'm doing right now, you know, but yeah. Cool. Well, Mark, it's been a blast getting to know you. Actually, your story is, I hope a lot of people stayed in, stayed into this sh show because this is a really, really good reminder for people to, like you said, just stick with it. Good on you. Thanks, man. All right. Well, I can't wait to see what you do next with UI Press. So Same with Lemon Squeezy. All right. Thanks, man. Okay, all right.